0: Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed to foster community for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike by navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Thanks for joining. What's up, Narrow Way to Broadway? This is Emma, and (laughs) I'm already giggling. Oh, no. Um... (laughs) And I'm here genuinely with my best friend in the world. Um, Evan Bertram is here with us today, and I'm sure some of, some of you know her. She reposts our content probably more than anyone Always. So if you don't know who she is a, as an actress, uh, you know her from just our stories. Um, okay, but Evan is a New York-based actor, originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Come on, 704. Come on. She has performed in regional theaters across the country, most recently Flat Rock Playhouse and Riverside Center for the Performing Arts. Some of her favorite credits include Margot in Bright Star, Sarah Brown in Guys and Dolls, The Witch in Into the Woods, and Brooke Ashton in Noises Off. In addition to being a performer, Evan is also a singer, songwriter, and a playwright. She graduated from James Madison University with a BA in musical theater, and she signed with the folks over at UIA Talent. Hi, Ev. (laughs) Hey, my girl. Okay, (laughs) i posted this on my story when i posted about this episode that this is just such a reckless decision to have you on the podcast because like we have no idea what's about to happen actually that's not true god is gonna work the holy spirit is gonna work and it's actually it's actually kind of cool because i feel like the listeners are gonna just i don't know this these are conversations that you and i have the privilege and like the blessing of having like weekly so
1: literally weekly you're here I'm glad to be here. Um this, this is crazy. This is so reckless of you. I
0: bet you that our moms are having like a literal watch party for this episode.
1: Oh, you know they are. There's going to be <laughs> charcuterie.
0: Shout out to a- Ames and Leslie. The the gals. Um amazing. Okay, so Evan. Yes. I before we dive into all of your um like beautiful things you have to share the shenanigans no we're gonna start with sh- the shenanigans i want everyone okay. to know i just want lit, from lit, lit. you this is just for fun like i just want you to give our listeners like a, a brief emma evan friendship history lesson
1: history lesson yeah well, well listeners I want you to talk about me first <laughs> okay <laughs> i'd be happy to do so so little Emma Velde moved to Charlotte, North Carolina when she was in fourth grade. <laughs> and I had been going to our, our private Christian school since kindergarten. And mm-hmm. Emma waltzed in and became the popular girl immediately. That's not and- true, not in fourth grade. In fourth grade, I was huge. And
0: I <laughs> Don't even do that.
1: that oh, you said it was from a shark bite, right? But it was actually from a table.
0: Yeah, probably lying, yeah. probably making up some fabrication story. Yeah. Oh story God.
1: Story. The redemptive story of the Lord. Um, anyways, so no, Emma came in, she was sunshine and giggles and everyone loved her, um, as they still do to this day. And um <laughs> and we were kind of like pals, I think, but then as we as we went into middle school, um, we both kind of started digging into the theater world um and we we did the musicals together and um yeah. and became like theater buddies In our eighth grade year we <laughs> we auditioned for Sousical the musical really and the be- i mean listen <laughs> jeffrey Vandevaldi, emma's father still says to this day it is his favorite role he has ever seen you play and i yeah. would probably agree
0: which is so um, like funny, but also like I'm like, okay, well, then why did I pay for a theater degree? For the wait, best we didn't work even I tell did them when I was fourteen.
1: We didn't even tell them what you played. You were Gertrude., yes. Emma was Gertrude McFuzz and she lived right next door. Mm-hmm. And I was Maisie LaBird, and we were kind of shut because who lived in that tree. Enough about Horton. Let's talk about this. <laughs> um, but Emma wanted, well, I don't know. did you want Maisie? Because I wanted Gertrude.
0: No, I think everyone just thought I wanted Maisie because I was, like, sassy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was, like, the sweet one. And yeah. we were, like, obviously we should be switched. But then we were, like, isn't it funny that we're the opposite? Um, <laughs> we love acting. It's like we're acting, yeah. Right? Um, I love it. So, yes. So that's how the story went in middle school. We, we were buddies. And then um, Emma left me for a different private Christian school to pursue theater. Yeah. Um, and because yeah you know you know how it goes and so she went and killed the game in the high school theater program and I did my high school theater program and we didn't really talk we saw each other at random like theater things like the bloomy awards Mm -hmm. shout out to the bloomy awards and shout to the bloomy awards
0: for literally providing all of (laughs) the leading people on broadway right now
1: I can't yeah Yeah. shout out to every charlatan who has booked broadway in the last two years because it is I can't even count um, right, <laughs> but um, we love you all but um so then our, my senior year we reconnected, we reconnected through our sweet sweet pal Joey Kennedy um, who is still you know, now we're we're a fierce trio mm-hmm. um, and we reconnected and honestly that year is fuzzy to me, em. I truly like yeah. <laughs> I remember just just like the rush of college auditions happening right. and, you were doing like the crazy, crazy audition schedule and I did like three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank God for Emma and Joey. Cause I had no idea. I wasn't even going to do musical theater. I still like, you're the reason I went to JMU. I mean, the Lord, but he crazy. used you. Um, know,
0: that?
1: Wow. Yeah, Emma was crazy. like, hey, I visited this school and I really think you'd like it. And I was like- oh, Knowing boy. you for like being friends- For again, a year. 45 minutes i was like i
0: listen i know you and i think you would la, 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 love JMU and you
1: did and i did but that is totally how it went you were yeah. like yeah i just really think this, this is your vibe and so i went and i fell in love and that's where i went yeah i love it um and so here fun. we are
0: it's nice i love that so okay so i think like a big way we just talked about this so briefly um before mm-hmm. the episode but i feel like one way that god has kind of marked our friendship um mm-hmm is just like we just kind of go through the same-ish. Mm-hmm. Like I feel yeah. like we just have kind of walked through very similar things in similar seasons and, and God has just like really um, like worked in our hearts through that. So I don't know. I feel like get into as much detail or as little detail talking about like how that specifically has played out. But like what was what, what my question? I guess just like I don't <laughs> our know. Our lives about
1: intertwining.
0: About yeah, kind of
1: it's so romantic. Um, yeah, no, for real. I was, I was telling to our listeners, I was telling Emma before we started recording, like, it's just, it's just truly not so banana pants, how God Mm -hmm. has, (laughs) (laughs) we're so professional, um, how God has, um, kind of led us into similar life stages, which makes sense because we're the same age, but I think like the way that, you've just gone through truly it, it it really is in like trials honestly like yeah. emma will go through a trial right before i'm going to go through a trial and I it's like the, the same <laughs> trial and yeah. it's kind of like i could just know what's about to happen to me based off of what happens no just kidding but for real <laughs> yes. it's like it's beautiful cuz emma's been able to we've been able to relate to each other on a pretty deep level because of that which is just yeah. like rooted our friendship and like trust and vulnerability and also like mm-hmm. the fact that the Lord has so grabbed our hearts, especially in the last two years and like during yeah. COVID. Um, I mean, whoo, I get emotional thinking about all the talks we had during COVID, but just like mm-hmm. kind of thinking back on everything that we'd been through, through college and post-grad. And it was just like, I think I have seen God's intentionality in my life like, so much through my relationship with M. and I think that's, like, something so beautiful that I've, I've kind of learned about him through the last year, is just, like, how, um, intentional he is with the things he allows us to go through, and teaches yeah. us through watching other people's journeys, too, and, like, oh, Em, you've just been such a constant for me, um, yeah. It's just really beautiful. I don't think there's anything more beautiful than friendship like that. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think about that too. I just think about like, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to this, but I think one way, one of the huge ways that God mm-hmm. like pretty much kickstarted that process is just the two, we were both in relationships with people, mm-hmm. um, that like we just didn't need to be in those relationships and i think that god obviously used them and and yeah. his will is like so um so perfect and purposed and and i don't yeah. think either of us would say that we would go back and like not do it be in those of relationships ever i no. think that god was really clearly you know doing something in and through us in that but mm-hmm. i think one way that god showed up really really beautifully mm-hmm. and not even just in our friendship but it's like i think god probably like I needed to surrender the most to the Lord in my life uh, at the end of my relationship, which ended, Mm -hmm. I don't know what, like a little bit less than a year before yours. Yeah. 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 So maybe just speak a little – I mean – Yeah, for sure. I'm sure everybody in the audience, like everybody knows what it's like to like love someone. Right. Or to like be – well, that's not true. I just generalize that. A lot of people haven't been in love. But just what it it looks like to – Ha- like how much power do we give to our feelings and our totally. desires? Um, but yeah, go take that away.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, it 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 is like crazy. Like, we could we could write a book about it, honestly. But I think we should write a book about it. Um, Emma point. wants to be an author. I'm just putting that out there to the world. Um, <laughs> whoever you know is a publisher out there, hit her up. But. um Yeah, we, so yeah, you went through a a really hard, painful breakup after a lot of years of being with this person. And I think it took, (laughs) this is the same in both of our situations. God was working on us slowly. And so again, like purposefully and gently through those years. Um, and, And I truly believe that nothing goes in vain. And obviously like God is so sovereign and He knew that we were going to be in these relationships um, from the beginning of time. And that's really, really cool that he cares about us that much. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and you, you went through that and I, I kind of knew how to be there for you in some sense, but I think it was like, Pat, Pat, I'm so sorry. Let's pray about it. We just kind of ran to the Lord because neither of us had ever really had our hearts broken like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like, I, yeah, I vividly remember you calling me when that happened and um and I was like, ah, what do I say? Yeah. Um and and then when when it happened um to me uh end of 2019 which you know <laughs> right before the pandemic um yeah. I think like you you knew you knew exactly what to say and I also had already learned truths from what you had been through to and and God was kind of like reminding me of some of those things and our, our you know, our breakups were different, but right. I think there's just something, um, it, it was just like, I, I needed you and like God used like all the truths that you had learned to, um, kind of soften the blow. I think for me a little bit and just knowing, like I knew when, when that breakup happened, like although it was absolutely soul crushing and anyone who's had their heart broken knows it like feels like, you know, such, mm-hmm. a, it feels like a death. And, mm-hmm. and I just didn't really know how to even move forward, but I had immediate peace when it happened because I knew the truth of who God was.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, and I even like, I mean, this was gotten real deep, um, but I called Emma kind of the week that it was all kind of going down and um, God just so, intricately I keep using that word intricately spoke through Emma like to say exactly what I needed to hear to be even like one percent willing to let go um mm-hmm. which is kind of all God <laughs> you know needed yeah. for me was like and I really was not willing and we can get into that but right, right. um I just remember and I remember you saying after that conversation that we had like I don't even know what I said it was the Holy Spirit like, Mm-hmm. Um, but you also there was a I think there definitely was like you were tutored by that pain mm-hmm. to know kind of what to say um, yeah
0: yeah yeah and I think while while our relationships with these guys like were not the same I yeah. think the the parallel we can draw is that like we both just came to a point where like it was so undeniably clear that mm-hmm. we had to choose between like depth God and, width, <laughs> and width with the Lord and yeah the relationships with these people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like that was, ju- it, it was just like we just couldn't ignore it anymore it was listen like, That's what it <laughs> be. yeah, yeah. God so I'm I, yeah go ahead no you're good go ahead
1: I, I mean yeah I was just I was just gonna say like it, it's that it's like God I, I say all the time I'm like it is God's grace that I was not smited yeah. like before like I just deserve to be smited, not because of, I don't think because of like staying with this person, like this person is a great person. Um, and I, that was, there were definitely great. it, It taught me a lot. And I, it was like a very sweet part of my life, but also I was really running from listening to the Lord because of, um, just me wanting control. I didn't want to give up something that I so dearly was clutching. to my chest. And I think you were the same way. It was comfortable. They were what we knew it it felt like home. Um, and we'd built dreams. Oh my gosh. I think of that liturgy that we read, Uh, we've read to each other in, um, every moment, holy death of a dream, like letting go of the dreams that you had kind of planned. What, whether it be a loss of like a, a job or a relationship or whatever it is, like letting go of that knowing that like it's going to hurt so bad but like it is it is for God's glory and you're good ultimately and yeah. as he continues to like allow us to go through wilderness seasons we can learn to like rejoice in those trials because he's proven himself before yeah. and so all of that was like necessary to get us to this place with the yeah. Lord I think that we totally would not have been. And it, like you said, it truly was like, am I going to choose a depth of relationship with God? Or am I going to choose whatever this thing may be that I really, really, really want, but you definitely seem to be like pulling me away from with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, but I, I say all the time, I'm like, I have friends who are in relationships that they feel kind of called out of, or are, you know, struggling with sin that they feel called out of, or they're in a job they feel called out of, but they really can't let go. And I'm like, if you're, if you like, aren't going to let go right now, that's okay. Like that is truly God's timing. There were so many times I should have released that relationship before I actually did, but it wouldn't have stuck slash like the pain I needed to feel the pain that I felt. And it like kind of built up to that in order to realize like God is literally all that I can a rely on and B that can like fill my soul and I I needed kind of that wound to be opened in order for him to like show me how deep he could actually fill it,
0: yeah, you know. That's so true. I yeah. also think that has to do with like, um, and we talked about this a lot over quarantine about mm-hmm. like how some things that there are some things that God wants us to do only out of pure trust. Like yeah. I feel like you're you're an example of this in in like there was literally no part of you that that wanted to be out of your relationship. No.
1: Like, no. Like
0: the only thing that you had to be like I should get out of this relationship is the Holy Spirit being like, "Hey, you should get out of this relationship." No. Like, yeah. That was the only thing. And so I think that there are some things that God wants to call us into uh-huh. in in trust and and then affirm it in hindsight. Like I think mm-hmm. now you can see uh-huh. like, "Wow, what God was doing through my heart and in my heart." But it but it was after you like stepped out in obedience and I think that one of the things that's cool is like when I think about Galatians and Galatians 5 22 I think it's like talking about the fruit of the spirit and like think like I know we like say fruit of the spirit is like this you know like this fruit of the spirit is just this like ethereal concept but think about that it's like the fruit like the things that grow out of the spirit like the holy spirit and I feel like the last thing that it mentions is self-control and I feel Mm. that you're a great example of of like you seriously like you have controlled yourself (laughs) and your flesh in like the most beautiful inspiring way because there are a lot of things like you would I mean you would probably still say that like Mm-hmm. It's not like you cut this off and you were no. like, I'm fine. Like I it, it's over. You, you literally are just choosing to walk in obedience for mm-hmm. obedience sake. And because God called you to obedience, not because you're like, whoop-dee-doo, now I hate this person.
1: No, not at all. It's literally yeah. the opposite. And that's what makes it so hard. And mm-hmm. I think something that we talked a lot about, I think you actually helped me figure this out before therapy helped me figure this out. But, um, Literally,
0: I'll invoice you. What? I said, I'll invoice you. Yeah. For the okay. Day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ten, you get 10% commission. Yes. Um, because listen, I just remember like being like, I, my feelings are so strong and, but like, what is truth? And you, you like pointed that out to me. I remember we were at the beach over the summer and you were like, you're, you are holding, uh, this might've been therapy. I don't remember. I'll say it was you. Mm-hmm. you're you're holding you're holding your emotions to a higher standard than you are truth and mm-hmm. like what's reality and like our emotions are real i remember my sweet sweet roommate rachel gifford saying this our emotions are real and valid but they do not oh wait no i'm totally misquoting disregard that um i think like
0: i think this is what i said to you cuz yeah, my you friend chloe said it to me
1: <laughs> chloe yeah. said
0: chloe said this to us, to me. And then I said it to you, which is good. Oh, wait, yes. This is ringing a bell. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're not always true. They don't have moral value. Yeah. Sure. That's what Rachel said. Um,
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's
1: good. That's good. good. But I think like that's what getting in the word kind of like did for me because it was like, oh, well, I don't know what is truth. You tell me, I don't know. And that was kind of one of the catalysts to um getting out of that relationship was like, um, what like what what is truth? I don't really know. I'm yeah. I'm I'm solely going off how I feel because that's just kind of what I've been on autopilot, like taught myself to do. And the Holy Spirit's like, why don't you like read about it? Um yeah. But I that kind of felt like a chore to me for a while.
0: Yeah. Um
1: until until the pandemic, honestly. And um Where's it going with that? Emotions, truth. I mean, yeah, that's kind of my MO now. Yeah, trust. Like I when that breakup happened, it (laughs) my other friend LB always says she's like, God literally yanked you back. He literally was like, Okay, you're out. You're out. You're Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) Like it was truly not my decision. Like, it was like quote unquote mutual, but like kind of not really. Yeah. And he moved in the guy to Mm kind of instigate it honestly and mm-hmm. and that was like very not how it normally went in our relationship so I was truly shooketh but I think like it really was like I had no other option than to just trust God and I was like okay well and it was truly the people in my life that he put to be like you have to trust the Lord there's so many conversations I can name off the top of my head that I yeah. can like quote specific things that people said that I needed to hear exactly when I needed to hear them at the point in my healing when I needed to hear them like therapy came at the exact right time um and that was huge oh my gosh go to therapy if you haven't um but I think like yeah like he literally do like do we trust that he loves us do we trust that he created the world and also like took on his own judgment to save us from our sins so that we could live with him forever. Like, do we believe that if that's the God we believe in, do we not believe that he can heal our hearts? Do we not believe that he has the right person in store for us? Do we not believe that he can fulfill every desire of our heart? And I think that that's something that um, is often like, okay, yeah, totally. Like i definitely believe that, but like at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I can to make what I want to happen happen because I can't, I don't know what God's going to do. So it's like, we so easily just like latch on to things that, um, we can control because we, we, we love to be in control. And that was, I think the biggest thing that like hurt the most to realize was, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, God, like I was inviting you into my plan. Um, wow. <laughs> like a uh, hop, hop in, like, this is what we're going to yeah. do that. It, it really took him like letting my heart get shattered to be like, oh my i yeah. like, forgive me. And it, it took me a while even to realize that I had anything to ask forgiveness for, honestly. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, this has happened to me. I'm a right. victim of this. Um, right, right,
0: right. You know? Well, and it's also like, I feel like it's one of those things like, to where, it, I love what you just said of like, what do we believe when there's something that we can't let go of when we literally can't let go of or mm-hmm. uh, whether it be a person or a sin habit or yeah. like a rhythm or a job like what do we believe about god mm-hmm. that we yeah. can let go of these things like in our human nature like i feel like yeah. i don't know i feel like so much of us want to have like this really nice like charcuterie board version of like God's truth and like scripture and be like, I'll take this, I'll take this, I'll take this, I'll take this. Yeah. But like, I feel like when it talks about in Proverbs, like 16, it talks about, um, it says like in, in their hearts humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their, their steps. steps. It's mm-hmm. like, ultimately, isn't my life like genuinely safer mm-hmm. in the hands of the who created me than it is in my own. Like, Mm-hmm. I think that we forget that. And I think that that's why we just aren't good at control. <laughs> like, it, mm-hmm. or we aren't good at self-control. We're good at controlling other things, but we're not Literally. really great at
1: self-control. So I think that- No, we're not. And yeah. that, oh my gosh, I'm, that, I mean, that in, in recent months has been my biggest struggle is like, okay, well, listen, I, there are plenty of temptations still there for me to like step back into- Looking at his stuff on social media, or I am a huge nostalgia girl. um, And I love Safter nostalgia. Give it to me. I like. Okay, this is this is really crazy. I'm saying this, but I and you know this about me. I make um, (laughs) compilation videos for each season of my life. um I have I compile all of my videos and snapchats and all the things it's mainly just for college I kind of stopped doing it after I moved to New York but I have like all these like 30 minute videos to like remember college and it's just like I love it I live for it because I think I just enjoy um I just well truly I just love college a lot but Mm -hmm. I also I I don't like letting go of seasons and um because it's just hard for my brain to like wrap around like, oh, that's never going to happen again. Like time is such a weird construct and like, we don't get to go back to things that happened and especially with shows and stuff. It's, it's janky, but my brain has a hard time with that. And I think um, I, I would really have to use self-control over the last few months of being like, I'm not going to go back and watch those videos. I'm not going to go back and read old texts. I'm not going to, you know, write another song about this. I'm not going to blah, 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 because I have to be smart. And like, take the next step in my healing which is moving on and right, and like guarding your
0: heart too it's guarding like, your
1: heart yeah it's, I mean it's just that concept well I don't know I'd be curious
0: about your opinion because I feel like that's one thing that was different about our situations is that like when my relationship ended it was like freaking cold turkey was like cold goodbye turkey forever and it was like <laughs> I will never see you again and with you it was kind of like this it's like not. butter knife flying off of your mm-hmm. arm mm-hmm. that was existing so but I feel like I don't know. I feel like I can get kind of like judgmental in this way, but I, I would want to know like
1: mm-hmm.
0: in, in guarding your heart, like mm-hmm. in like, you know, Proverbs 4, 23, guard your heart yeah. with all diligence, like for everything you do flows from it. Like that's, yeah. that's true. Like, what would you say to someone listening? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's not out of the realm of possibility that we maybe have, you know, someone listening to this podcast yeah. right now and, and the Holy spirit is maybe stirring in their heart and just, they really relate to what you're saying about being in a relationship, or or being, or holding on to something that that God has called them to let go of. And I would just be curious, like, if you have encouragement for them, or if you have advice for them in terms of like
1: what ultimate good was for you. Mm. Um, yeah, there was a. I'm probably gonna get emotional. There was a um, conversation I had with a dear, dear friend of my mom's. And this woman is kind of like a mentor to her and, and um, she hasn't been to me, but now I kind of consider her one, although we haven't talked in a while, but she, um, she had, my mom knew that she had been through something like a really hard relationship where she loved this guy in college and she, they broke up because of faith differences and, which is the reason that um, my boyfriend and I broke up and, um, and she she told me she was like I I loved this guy 10 years into my marriage and mm-hmm. this is a person that I still care for and I still think about and she's like the Lord has freed me of that now but at the time she's like I loved him in, a, in one way and then when I met my husband I loved him in a completely different way that didn't take away the fact that I still loved my old boyfriend mm-hmm. and but you can what what I'm trying to like work on right now with the holy spirit and I hope this is encur- encouraging to anyone who's walking through this is like she asked me do you believe like I told her like I I love this man I don't know how to unlove him like I feel like it's rude for god to ask me not to love him I feel I feel I got really defensive I was like how love is a good thing like why does why is he calling me not to love him like i don't get it and well, just, um, to be,
0: just to clarify sorry to interrupt you but just yeah. to clarify you and her are both referring to like not like Hesed love that like no, no, is no, defined no. between god and his people it's like no, we're no. talking about like Lust. i just i really loved him like i yeah. loved him well you yeah and feelings. like
1: we're best friends your feelings 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 yeah, absolutely yeah. it's like at that point i was like well we ain't seeing a future here anymore, but, sure. um, you know, and she said the same thing and that's why her love for her husband was different. Cause she was like, we are rooted in Christ together. And yeah. like, we're a team and we are like, the purpose of our marriage is to further God's kingdom. Right, and right. that yeah. was a huge conviction moment for me. So yeah. granted, I, I care for this person deeply. Right. So what I, did she ask you? She, okay, here we are. Thank you for that clarification.
0: Um, she,
1: she asked me, she said, do you believe that God can fulfill every desire of your heart solely just with himself, with relationship mm-hmm. with him, not with what he can do for you, not with the person he lets you be with, mm-hmm. not with the kids he's going to give you one day, not with your job, not with Broadway, not with any of that. Do you believe that he can fulfill wow. every desire of your heart with him? Yeah. And I said, no, I was like, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I I don't. And I just started weeping because I was like, I claimed I, I have Felt God so emotionally for so many years. Like college, I felt God through prayer and like crying during worship songs, but I wasn't in the word. I didn't know who he was, other than the fact that like what I like what I learned in Christian school and what I learned in Sunday school and how I felt him. But I didn't, I couldn't say yes to that because I didn't know God. I didn't know his qualities because I hadn't experienced. Them specifically in my life because I didn't I wasn't reading the word the word is yeah. truly alive like yeah, yeah. that's what we have is the word yeah. and it is more than enough and like mm-hmm. that was that was the same time I had started really digging into the gospels and I was just reading through John and hearing that I was like oh my gosh Lord like I I remember getting on my knees that night and just sobbing being like I want to know. I want to believe, I want to know without a shadow of a doubt that like, I don't need anything but you, that I don't need this relationship, that I don't need this career, that I don't need this sin struggle that like is something that I like lust for. Like I don't need these things Mm -hmm. and I, and you will give me the strength to say no to them um, with, you know, the armor of God, but relationship with you can be sweet enough. Like show me that that's true. And he freaking has like holy cow like you know like he has blown my mind with just like I truly feel like it was me like throwing it all to the wind being like I'll try to let you be enough for me and like I guess there's nothing else I can do at this point like you've kind of been pruning me so hard I have like cuts all over my body I'm like bleeding out I'm in so much pain over this grief but like and so and I was like so I'm just gonna let you it's just like when you really have nothing else to have control over all you can do is surrender and like that was such yeah. a gift for me that was such a gift for me cuz i don't even want to know i mean yeah. that was the plan but like what other stuff i would have yeah. had to go through to even realize that and yeah. um and i think yeah, sometimes the things,
0: that, the things that like we desire to have the most control over are the things that like by definition we need to like actively surrender the most
1: mhm um, mhm yeah.
0: Okay. yeah yeah
1: I was going to say there was, you were reading um, Galatians five and I just turned to that and there was just a passage <laughs> that's just so convicting. I just wanted to read it's Galatians five sixteen through, I don't know something. We'll see how far we go, but um, it's keep in step with the spirit. And this was just like, Oh, hard truth has kind of been like a, I like love it now. I crave it. Um, okay. It's, but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. And then it says, but if you're led by the spirit, you're not under the law. And it lists a bunch of sins. And then it says, but the fruit of the spirit, here we are is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things. There is no law and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Like God has already died for all of that. Like he already died for all of that. And we're going to keep messing up and choosing to like go back. Like I will have nostalgic moments. All these things will happen, but that is the grace of Christ. He already died for it. And Mm -hmm. like that should lead us to be like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to do this anymore because you're enough. Because you gave me grace for that. Like, holy cow. Okay. And there's something
0: in its place. Like there's, there's like, Mm-hmm. There's desire that is for the fruit of the spirit in the place of the desires of the flesh. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes no. Like, I think that sometimes people live their whole lives like with sin struggles of mm-hmm. the flesh that like, don't go away. It's just yeah. a matter of like, are you gonna say yes to it or are you gonna say no? Like, right? No. So, yeah, okay. man. That was creative. Wow. Ah, oh, Emma. Look this. at God. Um, okay. Um. Briefly. Yeah. Well, not. briefly. We can talk however long we want. This is. This
1: is. It's a podcast.
0: Yeah, whatever. This is your Um, podcast. This is my podcast. (laughs) Uh, okay. Um, So kind of one thing, this is totally switching gears. So like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but one thing that I feel like you just do so well and you've literally done this well since we were children is like when I think of, and I kind of like talked about this on the Instagram page or whatever, but like when... I think about like a leading lady when someone is a leader Mm -hmm. in like all of the ways. Like, I just, I so much think about you because I think that people are like, strong female lead. And that just usually means that you're like walking into a room and like you're really confident. But I think like you just lead a cast and you like lead people so well and i think that you do that in humility which is why i think it separates you from perhaps other people is you you aren't like relying on being like i am the best i'm so cool anyone would be lucky to work with me it's like (laughs) oh my god it's like god says yes to this opportunity like i'm going to take it and i'm going to like try to show his love and i think one thing you've always done and i don't know if this is like this like stemmed from like experience you had but you just like don't really care if like people are cool or like fun or like getting to know super dynamic people. Mm. Like you are just friends with everyone and you give everyone like equal worth and attention because like they are all like bearing the imago day and like, that's so beautiful. Mm. So I don't know. I just feel like, and sorry, I'm just like going off about you. Oh, you'll
1: have to remind me what you asked, but go ahead. (laughs) Um, You're so sweet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like I feel like in the last year or so, the, you know, the concept of leadership has really like been something that God has called you to, yeah, I don't, I don't know if like two years ago you would have been like, I'm a leader. Like, I think no. you would have been like, I'm a follower. I'm a sheep.
1: I'm a sheep. <laughs> I'm
0: a sheep. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, now you're, you're on leadership with The Hang in New York and you're mm-hmm. on leadership for Rise Collective Women, which is the mm-hmm. uh, women's study or not study, but the women's yeah. um, community that Laura Lee Turner runs and, and, mm-hmm. You're just kind of like stepping into these really exciting new roles, and I just kind of wanted to hear I don't know, about like what what going from you know really absorbing and learning to like leading has done for you in your faith.
1: Dang, that's a She's really a good question. Patient. That's a really good question. Um, um yeah. I think you know you're so right. Like, I think a lot of my hesitation to like call myself a leader in the past has been um I just don't I I have a fear of people not liking me and so I kind of or I guess this plays into more of me like being friends with everybody I just like really I truly do like just adore people they're my favorite thing um but also also like I and this is this is a genuine like fear that I have realized um throughout my life in therapy is just like I have a huge fear of how i'm perceived and um like how uh, like do people like me like if someone didn't like me in middle school or high school it was absolutely horrifying i was like end of the world i'm going to yeah. go throw up now like there's nothing to be done um and i couldn't i couldn't really deal with that and since then i've definitely like kind of gotten over that part but i think um i just i, I want people to feel cared for and loved and there's because you know there's that's just kind of always at the forefront of my mind that's just how God made me and um I think with the leadership thing like I kind of there were a couple like theater situations like summer stocks where I was given leadership roles and um in amongst the company of apprentices that was (laughs) that was the vagabond shout out to Flat Rock Playhouse Um, and the back of bones um but yeah so I and that taught me a lot about like who I am as an artist and also yeah, that right, I can right. lead a group of people and th- my leadership skills aren't necessarily like take charge like I hate making decisions you know that yeah. I suck yeah. at making this decisions let Like discussion better. I don't I'm not gonna make any decisions um and <laughs> Um, I also can't speak, but no, I, yeah, I'm not going to make a decision. I get nervous about, again, what people are going to think about me and about the decision that I make. And I've kind of just learned, like, sometimes you just have to make decisions. And, um, right. and the corporate job I just worked taught me that a lot. Um, mm. and you know, I think in being given, the Lord has just brought roles into my life that I didn't ask for. Um, a kind of, show me like, no, you you can lead and I'm calling you to do this mm-hmm. because I have, it's kind of this this thing of like, I think you've maybe felt this too of like, oh, shoot, now we like really know the Lord and kind of, he's revealed, he's starting to like sanctify us a little bit, which means we like know more about the Bible because right. he's given us this hunger for it. So now we're kind of like ravenously devouring the word and now it's like, okay, now go tell people about it. Yeah. And we're like, right, 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 right um, yeah. about that. That's scary. And what if they don't like it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of the hurdle that I've been jumping with God recently is like, okay, you've given me. And I mean, to be fair, I've I've kind of like secretly hoped um, he would provide an opportunity for me to be on leadership with the hang for a while because mm-hmm. I've, adored it and it kind of has become my fam jam Mm -hmm. in the city um and I live with the two girls who run it and they're my best friends and um so I kind of feel like that was kind of a I was like Lord like when's this gonna happen and it it, and they asked me a couple months ago I think and I was like oh my god yes I never ask. um so that was something that I kind of had on the horizon but with even with Laura Lee's Ministry and Rice Collective, like leading a small group. I've never done that. And I really think, like, I feel so ill equipped. Like, we're all faking it all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. what even is adulting, you know? But Mm -hmm. that's how it feels. But it's like, no, like, God, that's just how it works. Like, God equips those who aren't equipped, God equips those who can't do it without Him to, especially in ministry, like, yeah oh my gosh, I'm so broken. I have so many issues. I'm still working out. And I think I kind of thought that I had to have everything together in order to um, have things to say that like would mean anything or like even in humble, I've been learning a lot about humble discipleship and humble leadership of like um, letting God lead. And like, I'm not preparing anything going in. I'm just trusting that what he's taught me through my life will come out Mm -hmm. where it needs to. Like and also, I'm just there to listen. <laughs> um, but I recently, the, my newest leadership opportunity that I'm kind of, you know, um, super excited about, but I was like, oh, my gosh, God, like, am I ready for this, is discipleship. And there's uh, a gal that's interning with The Hang. Shout out to Molly Claire. Hey, girl. Um, and oh, she. I am. Molly Claire Matthews? Yeah. I think she's an N-Way B-Way follower, too. I think she um, is, too. Hey. And I've I've never met her in person, but um she's interning with the hang this summer and she's gonna be in the city and she's an incredible talent and loves the Lord and um I'm I'm gonna be discipling her and that's wow. something that I've never done and I totally was like, uh sh- yeah, yeah, but I feel like God's had it on my heart for a little bit. It's really uh, funny how he nurtures those things over time, and then it happens, and you're like, "God, this is out of the blue!" And he's like, "It's literally not." Um, God's he's so like, random. God's so. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! A uh, God so random. Um, he is. He's so random, that. but not at all. He's random to us because we we just like run into things, and we're like, eh, "What's that?" God's. Yeah. Um, and he's like girl i've been I've been putting this on your heart for weeks. don't act like you didn't hear me before. um, sure, sure. but anyway, so I think it 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 really is humbling when those opportunities present themselves um and it really is just like putting fear aside and stepping into those shoes and being like, My purpose is to glorify you, so um, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna do, and if this is the door you're opening, like I'm gonna step through it, and you're gonna move, and he always does. Yeah. He literally always does, and I, know, I think like, crazy. yeah yeah and in theater situations just touching on that it's like i i feel more than anything like um that my calling is to love those in the theater community who don't know the lord Mm -hmm. um and to come alongside those who do because we're few and far between but we're actually not clearly because of this podcast and the hang and all of those (laughs) things but um But I feel so called to this community for the people. Like obviously the work, yes. Like I feel so alive on stage, and I love to sing and all that jazz. But I think, in addition to like storytelling, I think the the cast. Like I just adore being with groups of people. Yeah. Like in that setting, and like right. We we opened a show last night, and um, we had uh, shout the mad musical, um, and we had. We had a a pre-show huddle and our our director just, he got weepy because, you know, I mean, this is their first show back, a lot of our first show back and the audience first show back. And he was just saying like that, that classic saying, like no one ever will do this show again with this group of people in this theater. Like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it's true. It's like as cheesy as it is, it's just so true. Like we moments are so, my nostalgia is creeping in again moments are so like priceless and special yeah. and like I just live for relationships and casts that I get to like carry out of that experience and yeah. um and I've seen I guess this isn't really I guess you could categorize it in leadership but just like the way that it's become a mission field for me, and like so many other Christian artists I know, is just you get so you know in a cast if you're an actor you know like you get right. so tight with people oh, and you yeah. joke around and then all of a sudden they're like ah, so do you think God's real? And like all of a sudden you're <laughs> in like this deep you're
0: like oh uh, <laughs> like I, I had chicken I was like
1: wasn't prepared for this Lord move um and then it's like you have the choice like am I gonna be honest or am I gonna say what I think will Cause the least amount of like right. panic, right. um but it's like if I'm someone there, I just until someone brings up God, God. Oh, it's already <laughs> happened. But yeah. it really is like nuts, so um, yeah. and and I just have found since I've been in the word this past year, I just feel so much more confident now. Just being like, yeah. I believe in Jesus and like right. this is what I and I he loves you and this is what it means and I because I understand what atonement is. I understand right. how he is both a judge and loves us, which I mean you know that's still a hard thing to wrap your mind around, but I think mm-hmm. he's he's so big and I just trust so much because honestly, Emma, because of my breakup, I trust mm-hmm. him because he has proven to me. Like, he shouldn't have had to prove himself, but he always does because he loves us. It talks about mm-hmm. that so much in the Old Testament. But, mm-hmm. like, he he knows us and he loves us. And because of that, he will do what it takes for us to trust him. Right. And we're going to keep falling away. But, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're saved, like, y- you will come back and he will he will keep grabbing you out of the fire. And yeah. that is just kind of... Every time I go into these conversations, I'm like, this is ultimately not about my pride. It's not about the way that someone sees me. If they see me in a different light because of the fact that I love the Lord, like that sucks. But also like in the end, if this is God planting a seed in their heart for 30 years down the road, that is way more important than me looking cool right now. So like, that's just kind of the mindset I have to constantly maintain and like wake up and remind myself to have. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I had a conversation last night with um a friend at the bar after we opened and he and he and this keeps happening too he asked about my relationship status and when i told him like i'm single i've been healing from a relationship and he said oh why'd you guys break up immediately i knew the holy spirit's like go 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 and so i'm like okay well we broke up because of you know differences in belief and and then he says, "Oh well, what are your beliefs?" And that I cannot even tell you how many times that has happened in the last year. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "If if that was the reason, amazing! Yeah, like, come on, praise God, praise kingdom God, work. yeah, Kingdom work, wow." Anyways, <laughs> I just feel Anyways. like he calls us to to whether it be a cast or a job or whatever yeah. for such specific reasons, and it always oh, has to yeah. do with the Kingdom, you know? Totally.
0: How we
1: can use our gifts? Yeah. Yeah,
0: we just say yes to it. We're like, no
1: game, God. no game, no game, no I loved it, Scooby Doo. I, I love it, and then well,
0: you're obviously a joy. Oh, Emma. And I don't even know how to end this interview because you're a hoot. I just love so much.
1: I love you too. I love you too, my girl. I'm so proud of you. This podcast is my favorite one.
0: This is my favorite one. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, bye.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe. We release new episodes the first and third Monday of the month. For more information on what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at InwayBWay.